broke his ankles. Now he's got an entourage, and he's got a touchdown. He is Houdini. This is caught. Welcome back to another episode of PPR Fantasy. Today we're talking about quarterbacks, our last positional preview. Fun position. Won't necessarily win you fantasy football, but definitely can lose you fantasy football. Just like tight ends, we're going to run it back from 10 down, then we'll talk about some some guys outside the top 10 that we're targeting and all that, all that jazz. We start with... Deshaun Watson. Nope, sorry. We start with Daniel Jones. ADP 99 overall. Uh, easily the best year of his career last year. Still only threw for 15 touchdowns. Does have some rushing upside. Uh, not many weapons on that offense besides Saquon. He is slotted at my quarterback 10. So I'm, I'm fairly in line with ADP. Uh, Jones, I honestly don't mind taking him later later on in the draft because of that rushing upside, but not a guy I'm going into the draft targeting. Yeah, uh, he's lower on my list, and it's funny because, like, even last year, you know, had the best year of his career, didn't throw a ton of touchdowns. Um, he's a rushing quarterback, and there's a high floor when you run the ball that much as a quarterback, and I'll – you know, we'll touch on this when we get to Justin Fields, but you know, if you get 500 yards rushing, it's pretty hard to be a fan. It's pretty hard to not be a top 10 fantasy quarterback. So, you know, from my perspective, I don't love Daniel Jones. I don't love the Giants offense this year. I do, I do think he's going to have a good NFL season, but from a fantasy perspective, you can get him so late, you really don't have to do anything to target him you know earlier so i'm just gonna wait and let him come to me if that's the case and if i get in that position but i'm not gonna be happy with it i'm not gonna be happy with daniel jones as my starting quarterback i think daniel jones could sneaky be a league winner to be honest um low draft capital Uh, i think the lack of weapons is actually going to cause him to run a little bit more you add darren waller so maybe there's some more passing touchdown upside there saquon gets the contract worked out Year two in Brian Dable's offense. Will the Giants be as good this year? I don't think so, but I think there's a considerable amount to like about Daniel Jones, to be to be completely honest. Um, we should also note that just because you're a good quarterback in real life doesn't mean you're a good fantasy quarterback and, and vice versa. I wouldn't say Daniel Jones is a top 10 actual quarterback, but I have him much higher than guys like you know Aaron Rodgers, Stafford, um, Dak Prescott, just because of that rushing. And it, like you said, it does give him a high floor. Uh, QB9. We got Deshaun Watson going at 82 overall. He is my ninth-ranked quarterback, so I'm right in line. Uh, he was fucking awful last year, but was suspended for games, didn't get a full offseason. A couple of the games he played in last year were like legit monsoons or torrential, you know, downpour, snow, all that jazz. So I think huge bounce back year for Watson. P. 
people forget in Houston, he's sneaky. He had a, a, a lot of rushing yards as well. So I think if, if he decides to use his legs a little bit more this year, I think he could very well finish as a top five QB. Out. Completely out. Couldn't disagree more. Uh, the fact that Deshaun Watson is getting drafted around like the likes of Trevor Lawrence and Daniel Jones to me, it's just too much of a crapshoot. I'm not taking that risk. I don't want to. You shouldn't either. And that's it's as simple as that. Was he good in the past? Yeah, 100%. There's no doubt. There's no denying that. And I don't want to discredit what he did. He's only 27. I, I get it. When he was in Houston with Bill O'Brien, it was a different player. I think those days might be behind them, and for that reason, I'm not drafting him. So, next. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, next up is uh, – so, I should say from Watson to this next guy, pretty substantial drop or pretty substantial gap in ADP. We have Trevor Lawrence going 67 overall. I also have him at QB eight, but uh, he's the last one of my tier of my tier two quarterbacks is Trevor Lawrence. So I have four guys in tier one and another four guys in tier two, and he's the last one there. Um, offense is going to be great. Another year under Doug Peterson. Guy obviously flashed the talent last year. Plenty of weapons. I would I think for him to take that leap though he's going to have to run the ball a little bit more. He has the ability, but he hasn't necessarily shown it especially around the red zone in terms of rushing touchdowns, but um I I couldn't fault you if if you had him as high as QB like 6. I just think all I think all these guys in this tier 2 are pretty pretty interchangeable and and all going to have great seasons. So so what you just said about Deshaun Watson not being a league winner, like Trevor Lawrence is this year's guy you draft, and he might win you the league because there's a there's an outside chance he finishes the top, you know, four or five fantasy quarterback. He's not going to beat Mahomes. He's not going to be number one. He doesn't rush enough to get that. But there's a chance where you can get him. You could really outperform your ADP. I've said before, you know, I like Ridley. I don't love Ridley. Um, I like ETN. I don't love ETN. I like that. You know, I like their weapons. I don't love them. Trevor Lawrence is the person who's going to benefit the most by passing that around, right? I'm drafting this guy and I love thinking about stacks with him and trying to get Calvin Ridley at my flex. I love Trevor Lawrence this year. If you go back to Carson Wentz's MVP season before he got hurt in that Super Bowl year, he finished his fantasy quarterback five and he got hurt. You know what I mean? Like, Carson Wentz was going off. He threw 33 touchdowns last year. And I hear you on the rushing side of Trevor Lawrence. That usually is going to hamper how high a quarterback can go. But last year, Trevor Lawrence only threw 25 touchdowns. I think there's a significant chance that he's going to up that into the, you know, mid-30s. Ten more touchdowns. You know, he was quarterback eight last year. Eight more touchdowns, right? I mean, he's he's easily could be there in the top five. So, couldn't say enough good things. Trevor Lawrence is a lock. It's a steal in your draft. I would target him every chance you get. Yeah, interestingly enough, DK has season-long odds. They have him at 3,975 pass yards, 26 touchdowns, and 10 INTs. Hit the um, over. Hit the over. Hit the over while you yeah, can. I mean, my I guess in terms of the passing touchdowns, uh, 
I saw Tank Bigsby got on the field for one play in uh, preseason, and it was a third and one. I mean, if he develops a, a nice little goal line role there, I don't, I don't know. Maybe they run the ball a lot in the red zone. We'll see. But yeah, like I said, I love Trevor Lawrence. Um, next up in terms of ADP, now I think this guy's a league winner this year, Justin Herbert. Um, he's going 62nd overall. Kellen Moore comes over from Dallas. They're going to have one of the fastest paced offenses in the league. They're also just extremely pass heavy. They draft Quentin Johnson, Johnston, sorry. Uh, Austin Eckler, one of the best receiving backs in the league. And I think people forget Herbert played most of last year hurt. He had, you know, the cartilage injury in his ribs. He had some other things he was dealing with. Um, quite frankly, was surprised he even played as many games as he did. So he is all the way up for me at QB5. Um, I have him ahead of guys like Burrow and Fields. I think there's a legitimate chance he goes for 5,000 passing yards this year and 40 passing touchdowns. So yeah, I, uh, I'll i be targeting Justin Herbert early and often in most of my drafts. He also sneaky. He's pretty athletic. He's not going to run the ball a ton, but he gets, you know, three, four rushing touchdowns. That's That's a big deal. He is a big guy, and I, I mean, I think that's a point you can't take lightly. Like, where he was getting drafted last year, I remember I took him in a lot of leagues. I love how much he throws the ball. He threw the ball 699 times last year. Only quarter – I mean, he threw the ball the most of any quarterback in the league. This year, I think it might even go higher. They're going to yeah. let him sling the ball all over the yard, down the field, and I think Kellen Moore is going to unlock some Justin Herbert that we haven't seen. He's my QB three. Okay, all right. I'm surprised. I love I yeah. love Justin Herbert. Um, even though there's a competition, you know, from a football perspective with Trevor Lawrence, I love Justin Herbert, the talent. I think for fantasy this year, where he's going at ADP, it's the highest likelihood he's going to probably outperform it. Um, but that's why I have him ahead of guys like Joe Burrow, you know, who might miss some time at the beginning of the season. We'll see. The reports are shaky. I think this guy's going to throw a ton of touchdowns. I'm with you. He could sling it for 5,000 yards. They're going to let him do whatever he wants, and you know he's got the arm to do it and all the talent they have on offense. I think the Chargers are going to be a real team to be, you know, come come the end of the season, they're going to be a really tough offense to stop. So I love Justin Herbert this year. Yeah, I mean, last year I think it, people forget his rookie season. He's one of three rookie QBs ever to go over 300 fantasy points. Um, guy's just a fantasy baller um they also Rashawn Slater missed a lot of last year I think it's going to be huge for him being back obviously protecting his blind side um Eckler got the contract worked out everything is trending up for Justin Herbert I've, I've seen nothing but good things and like I said they're going to play at a fast pace I think they're going to throw the ball probably wouldn't surprise me if they're throwing the ball 70 75 percent of the time so yeah, I mean, they got the personnel to do it. And I think about this, too. Last year, he had 290 fantasy points. And I think he – for if you, I, I bet if you look at it, like, he had a down year. You know what I mean? Like, he, he didn't really perform up to a standard. And that's your floor is 300 fantasy points. He could go up and he could get into that, like, 375, 400 range. And then he's really in that, like, I'm really outperforming, you know, where I'm getting drafted. So, can't say enough good things. I love Justin Herbert this year. Yeah, I think last year's performance, you're definitely getting him at a bit of a discount, which which I love. Um, next up is my QB7. Uh, very polarizing guy. He's going 51st overall. Bears quarterback Justin Fields. 
This is the uh, toughest one for me. I go this is back by far the toughest one. Almost every day. So on the one side, I there's a legit chance he rushes for over a thousand yards, I think. Uh, and I know they bring over DJ Moore. A lot of people are expecting a, a similar a Jalen Hurts like uh jump in the passing game. I just don't know if one the Bears offense can sustain that type of passing especially considering their O-line still pretty shaky. And two, I just don't know if he's an NFL passer. He has an insanely high floor because of the rushing, but I don't I quite frankly don't know if he can get much higher than he did last year. I believe he finished as QB6. He did uh I want to say he missed a game or two as well, but two games. I I I just I people are drafting him like he's going to you know, be like Hertz and finish as a QB one, QB two. I just, I, I don't see it. So, um, I'm probably not draft. I'm not going to be drafting him a whole lot just based on on ADP. But I think he's a great talent. He's got arguably the best rushing ability in in the field. Um, but yeah, I just, I, I don't see that leap in passing happening overnight. Like, like a lot of people are speculating. So here's what I'm gonna I'm gonna try to convince you on the other side because I've been talk I've been going back and forth on this. So we've talked about it offline too. I like go back to his rookie his rookie year. He played in 12 games. He rushed for 420 yards. The rushing floor of Justin Fields it I, he's gonna get at least 700 800 yards on the ground. If you yeah, get so- it. His his rushing yard prop at DraftKings is 800 yards and six and a half touchdowns. And if you go back and look at history, if you're gonna if you're a quarterback in strictly fantasy, like let's not let's not get watered down by what we think of him as an NFL pass or whatever. I don't care if you're gonna run that much. It's like playing another running back at your quarterback position, and you're gonna have a positional advantage over people like Trevor Lawrence and Justin Herbert. Because a four-point touchdown pass isn't the rush like the rushing yards don't equate to that, right? I think Justin Fields, just based on the rushing alone, he's almost like a locked. He's a lock to be a top ten quarterback. I'd say he's pretty safe to be a top five quarterback this year, right? And you know what you're drafting, and that's why I think he's going at his ADP. And if you go look at his throwing stats last year, threw the ball for twenty two hundred yards. Top quarterbacks are not throwing for that little of yardage through the air. They did make some additions. You know, I'm not as high on this, like, preseason hype of, well, he scrambled out and found Khalil Herbert and he ran for a touchdown. Oh, he, you know, found DJ Moore and screen pass, ran for a touchdown. That'll help. I'm not going to deny that. But it, that's not going to be their offense. If you think that's going to be the Bears' offense all season, I think you're a little too far in buying the hype. But Justin Fields is going to pass for 3,000 yards. He's going to throw for 3,000 yards, rush for close to 1,000, going to have a ton of touchdowns both ways. If he doesn't get hurt, there's a chance he's a top three quarterback. The variability puts him for me at quarterback seven, but I found myself shifting to drafting him now because you can't really predict Lamar is going to do that. You can't really predict that Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts are going to reproduce that, even though they have, those quarterbacks want to stop running the ball, and that's been the narrative all offseason. So. Justin Fields, nobody's telling him that. They're like, dude, you're playing for your job. Go run and win games. That's what he's good at. I like it. I'm drafting him. Yeah, I guess I'll, I'll push back. I think I am a little bit worried with the amount of sacks and hits he takes about him not playing all 17 games. Um, 
I also 55 just, times last year. <laughs> yeah. That's absurd. Yeah. That's absurd. I, also, uh, I, I just – I don't love that he plays in Chicago because you know he's going to have at least like – and maybe it helps him because he's running every time, but there's going to be at least two games where they're playing in like, you know, like 30-degree – like 30-mile-per-hour winds and, and it's negative five degrees. So um, – I'm Isn't that how they beat the 49ers last year, opening week or like first couple weeks? They played yeah, it was like literally a monsoon. Yeah. Yeah. And he won the game. And we're like, oh, are the Bears good? But yeah, but they, they won like 10, 10, 9 or 10, 7. So, um, yeah, I, I agree with you. I think his floor is insane. I just, I would rather wait the 10 to 15 picks and take Herbert or Lawrence. Um, but, yeah, I guess his his ceiling is QB one. Uh, I'll give you that. I just don't see it happening, personally. Fair enough. This next guy, uh, everybody loves him. Going forty seventh overall, dealing with a, a calf strain. Joe Burrow from Cincinnati. He's my cool QB, Joe, baby. He's my QB six, uh, right ahead of Fields, behind Herbert. Um. I'm fine with with Burrow. He's not a guy I'm targeting. Uh, I'm I'm not really too worried about the calf, but um, yeah, I I don't really have too much to say about Burrow. I think you know what you're getting with him. He's gonna throw for around four thousand yards, sneaky run for like probably like two hundred or so. But um, you're yeah. not getting high. You're not getting high rushing upside, but you know you're gonna get a consistent quarterback, low picks. One of the best offenses in the league. So high touchdowns, and he's got good weapons. And I always think about this, and it's like, if you're gonna tell me that T. Higgins and Jamar Chase are gonna finish as high as they are in the wide receiver list, well, somebody's gotta throw them the ball. So Joe Burrow, I, I don't have, I'm with you. I don't have too much to say. Like, you know what you're gonna get? Is it a little rich for a quarterback there for me with his injury? Yeah, because you know, something goes wrong, they hold him out a couple games, it's really gonna impact your season. I don't love it. But, you know, Joe Burrow also has a pretty high floor if he's in the game. You know, he's going to throw two or three touchdowns a week. So that kind of safeguards you a little bit, but not a guy that I'm necessarily, like, itching to get with an early pick when I can go get a different skill position um, yeah, if that I'm I think is going to do better. If I'm drafting a QB that high, I do want the rushing upside. So even though I have Burrow ahead of fields, I'd be more inclined to take – if I were targeting a QB in that – fourth fifth round range i'd be more inclined to take justin fields but um i think prior to the calf injury burrow did have a little bit of sneaky rushing upside but it wouldn't surprise me if he's uh super cautious at least to start the season i also meant to mention on fields if if the bears are able to use him like the Eagles use jalen hurts in the red zone then i think he's absolutely going to smash adp but I don't have much faith in Chicago Bears organization ever. So no, I also don't think their offense is going to be. Yeah. Well, they drafted the guy out of uh, Tennessee, Darnell Wright, Darnell Wright who, uh, from all accounts, is like a freak tackle. But I don't think their offense is going to be that sophisticated. I don't think they're going to run this offense that's going to trick people. I think it's going to be kind of easy to stop. But we'll see. You know, yeah. I, I still like Justin Fields. Though. I mean, and I'm with you, like. If I'm looking at Joe Burrow and Fields, the same place, I have Burrow ahead of Fields too, but it's upside. I don't think Joe Burrow is finishing his QB1. I, I, I don't see that happening, you know? Right. Yeah. Without the I, rushing, it's impossible. <laughs> you can't do it. Yeah, I just – I can't get a grasp on Justin Fields. I, I, I 
I also feel like both Burrow and Fields are guys that in your home league, people are going to be like reaching for just based off of the names and, and whatnot. So I'll be interested to see where they go in, in my leagues back home. Um, next up, we have Lamar Jackson going overall 37. He's my QB three. Obviously was hurt last year. Well, he was hurt. He also had all the contract bullshit going on. Um, yeah, so I am extremely high on him. They bring in Todd Monken from Georgia. Best weapons of Lamar's career, I think. We, we'd both agree on that. So I do think he's going to be passing it a lot more this year, which I actually kind of like because I still think he has those insane explosive rushing plays in him, but he's not going to be running the ball as much. So I think it does mitigate injury risk a little bit. Um, I, I'm really high on Lamar this year. I think he very well could finish as QB1 uh, and put up some similar numbers to his 2019 MVP campaign. So, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm very high on Lamar. Um, a guy that I'd be looking to, to draft him in the, the fourth round if, if he fell to me. Yeah, I like Lamar too. Again, high rushing upside. Even though the offense is going to change, I think you have to consider that. But you know Lamar has the ability to scramble and beat people with his legs. I'd be, you know, shocked if they don't include that in the offense somehow, some way. So again, with that, like there's a floor. He's not going to be worse than, you know, QB 10, but he's probably going to – I like where you have him, QB 3. He's QB 5 for me. Um I don't know. I think everybody's buying the Ravens hype train a little too much. They're like, oh, OBJ is a weapon. Bateman. I love Zay Flowers, but he's a rookie. Mark Andrews is good, but there's a, you know, it's going to be a different offense. So I'm kind of like wait and see on this one. I wouldn't be surprised if Lamar goes for the MVP season that we all think he can have and completely win you a league. Um, so I like him. You know, again, not a guy that I'm necessarily targeting. But for his ADP, it's it is a good spot. Like you can kind of pair him with a couple top notch, either RB ones or wide receiver ones, and have him on your team too, and have a really high end QB one too. But I don't know. For me, I think with the receiver drop off after like the wide receiver two, I'm looking that way instead of looking at Lamar. Yeah, I um, I think his ceiling is like close to four thousand passing yards and like eight hundred rushing yards. Um. I was going to say, what's his rushing prop? I saw his passing prop. His rushing prop is uh, 725 yards and five and a half rushing touchdowns. So it's a pretty solid floor. They do only have him projected for 23 passing touchdowns, which if we can get that up to like 30, how many did he throw in his MVP season? Let me see real quick. So he won MVP uh, what, 2020? 2019. Uh, yeah, he so his 2019 season, he threw for 3,127 yards, 36 tutties, six picks, and he rushed for Jesus Christ. 1200. He rushed for 1,200 yards and seven touchdowns. So, um, yeah, one of the statistically one of the best fantasy seasons ever. I mean, I, I, I don't think he's running for that many yards, but I don't see why he couldn't repeat that passing performance this year. So, I think he's. 
the thought process of taking him is similar to Justin Fields. I just think he's a lot more polished, proven passer. So yeah, you have a history, you have a proof of concept yeah. of him finishing as QB one, right? Like you know what Lamar can do. He won an MVP. We all know Lamar's also a better passer, a way better passer than Justin Fields yeah. is. He's a way better passer than a lot of people give him credit for. So you know, it wouldn't surprise me at all if he goes for four thousand yards, right? We we don't really know, and I wouldn't bet on it, but. If his rushing prop is like 700 and that's his floor for rushing, you know he's going to be yeah. he's going to be contending for a QB1 potentially. So I like yeah, I'm really uh, I like Lamar. Uh these we have two guys tied at ADP 26 overall. We'll start with Josh Allen. He's my QB2. Um same here. QB2 for played, me as well. Played, definitely definitely played hurt last year a bit. Um I'm expecting a bounce back. I will say the one thing that worries me about Allen with his recent injuries is that they're intentionally not going to run him as much, especially around the goal line, which mitigates a lot of his his upside. Because, um, like Hertz, he's a you know a big body QB who's gonna who was scoring a lot of rushing touchdowns, which I think helped. But, um, yeah, I I mean I expect him to be over four thousand yards, pushing 35, 40 passing touchdowns. So. He's also been, I think he's finished as QB one or two each of the past three seasons. So he's about as consistent as it comes. Would have no problem with people taking him in the second. I guess he's a, he'd be a borderline late second round, early third round pick in most leagues. So don't. You're right. Besides his rookie season, Josh Allen hasn't finished outside of the top six in quarterback. So like. Yeah. You know what you're going to get. I, I mean, Josh Allen, like, listen, there's an argument to be made that he should be QB1 because he's got what no other – like, he's got enough rushing if, you know, you go off of the past history to keep up with the likes of, like, the Jalen Hurts. He's going to get to, like, 65 70% of what Jalen Hurts, Lamar, Fields are going to do. But he's a way better passer in terms of he's going to throw for 4,000 yards. You know that, Right. The he's Bills getting are also the, allergic to running the ball with running backs. So, and that's not—you're not making anybody who's a James Cook uh, truth or any any happier. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I think. Jo- I mean, Josh Allen's a safe pick. I, I don't really see how you, how you don't look at him in like the same class as Mahomes. Um, you know, he's my QB too. So clearly, I think of him in that light, but. I just think the duel, like him being such a dynamic passer and they're going to throw the ball all over the yard, plus the fact that he'll take it in with his big body and get touchdowns or just scramble for 20 yards. Like it's hard to pass up on Josh Allen. I, I like him a lot. If you're getting him, you're getting a premium quarterback. And that's not a position you're ever going to – You're. I think of it this way. All of these guys, different from the tight end position, it's like you plug and play and you're not changing them until they get the bye week. Yeah, like that like these guys are all like your starter for the full season. There's no questions. Uh, yeah, I, I'm with you on that. Um, love Josh Allen. I had him on a, on uh, our our college team last year. He was a beast. Rest of the team sucked, but um, next up is Jalen Hurts. He's my QB one. I uh, love Jalen Hurts. I, a lot of it is simply because they have like that QB sneak on the goal line is literally it's invincible. Uh, yeah. He's gonna score you know, 10 touchdowns. He's going to score, you know, 10, 10 rushing touchdowns. 
anywhere from 10 to, to 12 rushing touchdowns a year. And, and just based off of that, I think his floor is just so high. That offense is elite. O-line is elite. I still think there's room for him to, to grow in the, in the passing game. So yeah, for all, for all those reasons, I just, I think Jalen hurts easily has the, the highest floor and the highest ceiling of any QB out there. You're, and this is going to come off like I don't like Jalen Hurts. And, like, as a guy and, like, what he is, he's great, right? He ran for 13 touchdowns last year. You know what I mean? And he missed – he, he, he didn't miss some time, right? He missed two games. He could have put up more fantasy points and honestly ended as the QB1 overall in the season. I think that's part of it. I also think that there might be some regression in this offense. And if that comes yep. down to it – but I don't know. Most of those touchdowns weren't like scrambles. They were legitimately designed. Jalen Hurts is going to score this touchdown. No, 100%. and, and that has changed, right? No, no, yeah. their offensive line is still great. It's going to be one of the best in the league. And like the combo of Kelsey Hurts up the middle, probably one of the most unstoppable things in the league. I give you credit on that, right? They're also not playing as easy of a schedule this year. Their schedule could change completely. Their games aren't going to be this gimme-type style that they had last year, and I do think that's going to impact them a little bit. Okay, I would argue that it's going to allow them to like, be more productive late in games. I mean, there's a lot of games where he either came out or they're just literally feeding Boston Scott a billion rushes. That's so, fair. I mean, he's going to pass the ball more, I think. Now, granted, I don't think he'll finish with 13 rushing touchdowns, but I think the increase in passing will at least mitigate some of that rushing touchdown regression. So I'm and there is that's fair. It. That's a that's a fair point to mention. He threw for 22 touchdowns last year. When you look at the top passers, right? Like Joe Burrow threw for 36. Geno Smith threw for 30. Whatever. Josh Allen threw for 35, Mahomes threw for 41. So 22 is significantly lower than those top guys. I think there is room for him to increase the production from that perspective. I just don't – I think he's probably going to run for seven. You know, I think he's going to come down a little bit, and if that's the case – because they do have that stable of backs now. They've got Gainwell, Rashad Penny, DeAndre Swift. He's still going to be part of the running attack, but for me, he's my QB4. I don't hate him. By, by any means, am I not saying Jalen Hurts isn't a premium quarterback to go get? I yeah. just think, by and large, he's, he, he's not going to perform the same way he did last year. And that doesn't mean the Eagles aren't going to be good and he's not going to be great. Um, he just had an MVP-level season last year. Like it, You got you to kind of take it. It's all relative. He set at 700 rushing yards and nine and a half rushing touchdowns. So um, I, I just think the floor is insanely high. I, I, I love him. I think he's uh, my QB one for a reason. Finally, we have we have Patrick Mahomes, who I have as my QB four. Um, he's going twenty first overall. I'm literally just only docking him because he doesn't run as much as these other guys, but he sneaky runs more than people think. He's got a rushing yard total at three fifty. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I similar to like Josh Allen. I I don't have much to say about Mahomes. He's going to finish a top three fantasy quarterback assuming yeah. he get hurt i mean he's just automatic and i think so the, okay he's my quarterback one and let me just say the reason that i have him quarterback one nobody besides i think really justin herbert 
maybe Joe Burrow is going to throw for as many yards as this guy. Like, yeah, he's, Patrick he's Mahomes will throw for 5,000 yards. He set at 4,800, which is by far the most, and 36 touchdowns. So, And that's like his, like he's going to throw – like if Kelsey's going to get 10 touchdowns, he's going to throw it over like to, to Marquez, Valdez, Scantling. Mahomes is the safest – he's the best player in the league. Don't overthink it. He's a second-round pick. And I've, I've talked to some people who are drafting now, and they're like, hey, where do you think – where you think I get Mahomes in the third round? If Mahomes makes it to the third round and you don't I'm take him, him every time, yeah, yeah, I'm saying if he gets past the second half of the second round, you're doing yourself a disservice. Take him; it's guaranteed points. The dude plays every single week, throws three touchdowns a week. It, it's foolproof. Just draft him. Like he is by far the easiest thing, to do. and it's fun, right? If you're playing fantasy football, this must be fun. I like <laughs> have Mahomes on my fantasy team. Yeah, um, a lot but, of good fantasy names you can do with Mahomes. Too. My homies. My homies. <laughs> uh, so before we talk, touch on a, a few guys outside the top 10, obviously late round quarterback was a huge strategy back in the day. Uh, I feel like you almost have to get one of these top, for me, like one of these top eight guys to really compete. There's a couple guys outside the top 10 who like, if they hit, I think you could, you could still win a league, but um the Russian QBs changed the the position a lot, so I was just curious if you had any any thoughts on that. Like, where are you looking to draft quarterbacks this year? Are you like a, are you looking to uh, get one of like the Hurts, Allen, or are you looking to get like one of the mid tier guys in round four or five? I'm I'm leaning more towards like a Herbert or a Lawrence, like in yeah. round four or five. But yeah, uh, yeah. four or five six, like, you, like yeah. Lawrence, you can even drop a little further too, like. I think he's my line though. Trevor Lawrence is the last guy that I'm like feeling comfortable about my quarterback every week. Um, after like, and I think you had him like eight. I have him eight. After that, it's kind of like you're thinking Jared Goff, Kirk Cousins. And the biggest reason that I don't love it is because those guys are so dependent on throwing touchdowns. If they don't throw touchdowns, you're not going to have a great fantasy quarterback. Right. And you're, you mentioned like the, the days back, you know, of yesteryear when you could draft your quarterback and just say, whatever i'll wait till the end of the draft that's dumb that is so stupid now because the other positions aren't as consistent like running back is a crapshoot wide receiver is somewhat of a crapshoot quarterback is like pretty predictable like it's pretty easy for us to say who the top three four five guys are going to be i guarantee you at the end of the year barring injury those top three four five guys are going to be the same right so for me i think i'm looking i'm with you i think i like more getting like a herbert because I think he will outperform the ADP. Trevor Lawrence might outperform ADP. Fields might outperform ADP. Whereas, like, I think Jalen Hurts, Josh Allen, and Mahomes are going to finish exactly where they're drafted. That's exactly where you should go get them. So, you know, now yeah, I think it's, it's, it's a good second. cost, right? Like, you're missing out is. on an elite receiver or elite running back to get, right. yeah, the top quarterback. But I just, yeah. I like the you build better. CD, those, like, yeah, for example, with Mahomes, it's like you're looking at like a CD Lamb or Mahomes. Honestly, if I'm just picking blindly, I pick Mahomes. But if I know I, if I'm guaranteed that I'm going to get Trevor Lawrence later, the math becomes a little different. But I think it's a good segue because it's in the, it goes into like, okay, well, who are you looking to say if I wanted to not draft a quarterback early? Who's got the biggest chance to pull a Geno Smith of last year? Who's going to jump up into the top 10, be a top five, and I don't have to spend any premium draft capital at all? Yeah, for me, 
since he has been announced the week one starter, I think Anthony Richardson's an easy answer there. He's going uh, 120th overall. The, the Colts are going to be fucking awful, but he's so Maybe athletic. the worst team in the league. Like, uh, I was listening to uh, the Establish the Run podcast. Uh, if you're interested in fantasy stuff, great show. But, like, they were talking about how even, like, Tim Tebow and Terrell Pryor finished at – even though they were horrible, horrible passers, just that rushing upside, it, his floor is essentially going to be around that 10th quarterback, even if he is, like, the worst passer ever. So um, I, I think Anthony Richardson's a, a good one. If you're really feeling frisky, I mean, two attack of Iloa before he got concussed was like performing at a top top three, top five fantasy QB level. That offense has got elite weapons. So uh, obviously health is the, a huge, huge concern with him. But he's another guy I think I, I, I don't mind if if somehow I missed out on all the, you know, the top eight or whatever, I, I could see myself waiting for him. Um and then, like, for me, super deep sleepers, I think Desmond Ritter, even though I'm a Falcons guy, like, he's probably going to be bad. But you can wait until, like, the last round. And he he had some rushing upside in college. Like, who – if we – if they run some design runs for him, if that offense is better than people think, um, I, I don't I don't hate him either. But, like, yeah, I, if I miss out on one of those top eight, nine guys, I'm – I'm a little bit worried. I'm a lot of bit worried, actually. So, but yeah, Anthony Richardson and Tua would be the two guys immediately outside that top eight, top nine that I'd I'd be looking to to take. Um, I mean, last year, like, unfortunately, there's no one like Hurts or Fields. Like last year, you were getting Jalen Hurts in round eight or nine. I think Fields was like around ten or eleven QB. I just don't see anyone outside of maybe Richardson who who could take that leap and getting with using that little amount of draft capital on him. No, I think you just highlighted the biggest point of why you want to get one of the top quarterbacks. Because what did we just talk? Like everything we're everything I think you and I both believe is like you either need rushing upside or you have to throw a shit ton of touchdowns, right? Yeah. It's one or the other. And if you're not doing either of those, you're gonna suck. Problem with CJ Stroud, not a big runner, probably not gonna throw a lot of touchdowns. Bryce Young, tiny, not gonna run. Probably not going to throw a lot of touchdowns. And shitty offenses. Yeah. Yeah. They're not playing on like these. They're not going to be a top 10 offense out of nowhere, right? I'm with you. Anthony Richardson's the only dude that I'm like, okay, if I miss out, I kind of need to make a plan to get him because, again, you're playing another running back. Like, that's what you got to think about. You're playing another running back. And if he runs for a thousand yards, you just got a good fantasy quarterback, you know? Yeah. Um, Listen, I don't believe in the Sam Howell. I don't believe in the Jordan Love. Don't pick up Kyler Murray. The old, you know, here's the here's a big brain blast for you. Cardinals are so, so bad. And this is something where, like, you know, if you miss out, just put Kyler Murray on your roster. He could get flipped at the deadline. I don't know who's going to want him or what's going to happen, but Kyler Murray could be a name that at the deadline goes to a better offense in a better situation. If not, sure. the – Cardinals are going to play from behind all season, and he's going to run around and put up numbers, right? It's a guy that you might want to stash just as like a a backup because you know he has the talent to produce like a top-10 quarterback, but he's probably not going to come out of the gates as a hot name, and he's probably not going to be – you don't have to use any type of premium draft. He's going going 211th right now, which I I don't know what route that 
is. It's late. It's late, right? And it's like, okay, am I going to take him or somebody else? I, I like him. Obviously, the, all, the only other people I'd highlight are like, you could go the safe route. You could go Jared Goff, Kirk Cousins. You're betting sure. on touchdowns. I mean, even with them, you're just like capping your team a bit. Like, you know what Kirk Cousins is going to. He's going to throw for like 3,500, 4,000 yards and like 30 touchdowns with literally zero rushing. Right. You could stream that. Is my like that's the point. You could stream that. Those are just guys that are like I just think that the I think that the days of streaming QB are like not viable anymore because like the top guys are so good. You you run into like a Justin Fields in the playoffs, like your QB position might get outscored by like twenty points. And Kirk Cousins twenty or thirty. Kirk Cousins might still put up like a fifteen point game, but like Justin Fields and those guys have the ability to go for. I think Jalen Hurts had a couple like 35, 40 point games last year, which are just yeah. going to kill you. Right. No, and that's why you can't do it. The one guy I will say is like a sleeper because I don't know, and you know I like this guy. Kenny Pickett. I think, there's a, chance, I think there's a chance that Kenny Pickett is way better than any of us think. I think Kenny Pickett could come and be the starter, throw some good touchdowns. I think there's a chance that he could run the ball around a little bit too. He's a bigger, tough guy. He's just got small hands. Yeah, I'm worried that because of the concussions, he's not going to be inclined to run that much. But I do agree, he does have rushing ability. But, if he is he going to use potential, it? it's potential. It's there. It's not a guy but like you're again, betting on Matt Canada to call yeah, a right. good offense. Man. You just hate Matt Canada. I like, hate you, Matt Canada. You I hate Matt Canada. Canada. But like, okay, so hear me, hear me out. Like, if you get Kenny Pickett, I'm gonna tell you, he's on my team. I'm scared. I'm, I'm shaking, and I'm already thinking, like, what am I gonna? Do? I have to start thinking about a trade to get a better quarterback. I think Kenny Pickett is a great second quarterback. Yeah, or in a dynasty league, I, I don't, I don't hate putting him on your bench, right? But again, I think it goes back to you're kind of screwed if you don't get one of those top eight guys. So I think it's worth saying, okay, in my fourth round, fifth round, sixth round, use the pick on a quarterback. Because whatever running back you're taking there, taking David Montgomery is not going to do you any good versus getting Deshaun Watson. It's a lot better of a proposition to go get him than go get some second-tier running back we really don't know about. So, Yeah. Yeah, last but not least, I I do think Geno Smith is probably going to finish as like a top-10 QB again. The weapons are just great. He sneaky runs the ball a a little bit. He's (laughs) good. Uh, you know someone in your home league's taking Aaron Rodgers way too high. They're going to lose the league almost automatically. Uh, someone yeah, Don't I'm take not. Derek Carr. Don't take Matthew Stafford. Don't take Russell Wilson. Dak Prescott, I can kind of see the argument for, but I'm, I'm just a little bit low on that offense. But, yeah, everything we said, you really need to go out and try to get one of those those top eight to ten guys to to feel good about your chances. Going into it's the, the most season. it's the most predictable position I think in fantasy football. It's pretty easy to know who's going to do well. It, it, I, just just spend the capital, go get your guy, and you're going to have a good year. Yeah. All right. Well, that's that's it for our positional breakdowns. Uh, we're looking to have some do a couple live mocks probably. Um, Maybe we'll live stream our dynasty draft we have coming up. Uh, we'll see. We we got we, we'll get creative. Fantasy season's around the corner. I'm fucking gassed up. Uh, I'm gonna win all four of my leagues this year. I'm feeling good about it. Miles is in two of them, so that means I gotta beat him in two. 
But never finished that. I think you finished that. I mean, maybe no, no. What your team in our college league last year sucked. Horrible. Yeah, bad. Real bad. Real bad. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyways, uh, thanks for listening. We'll we'll be back uh, sometime in the next week or so. But uh, stay safe. Enjoy the rest of your summer. And football is right around the corner. Thank you for listening to PPR Fantasy presented by the 7th Rounders.